It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, Mike. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Very busy three hour program lined up. Uh, today, uh, Brad Powers in an hour right now. We'll go over all things college football with him at that time. Mike Pritchard won a national championship at Colorado, played the NFL for 10 years. VEASAN host college NFL with him at that time. Reese Davis, ESPN on the show, and Paul Charchian, fantasy as well. Paulie, uh, I think by far the biggest story last night in sports, as this now continues, is what happened with uh, Serena Williams in New York at the U.S. Open playing the two seed and all things considered with her story, like hardly any matches under her belt with uh, how her life uh-huh. has been going recently. Right. The, the Vogue magazine, I'm going to retire. This is it all for me. 40, what one years old after last night and a plus two twenty dog comes in. And I watched the entire thing last night. It was awesome drama. Uh, she was the better player. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but on the broadcast last night, great crew, right? With Fowler, uh, Everett and McEnroe. The chatter was at the end of the match, she could have beaten anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. I was picking off 40 to 1. Uh, that's a heart bet, by the way. I'd like to see it happen, but who knows? She's now plus 225, 250 in that range to win her quarter because it's set up so nicely for her at this point. Yeah, 50 to 1. Now as low as 14 to 1 to win it. And now I know she's the GOAT, but this is like a VCU Butler job because of the win and taking out the two seed. The brackets opened up now. As well, uh, love Fowler. 
But uh, I can't believe Chris Everett, I, I, she said it, it's only her sixth match of the year. Yep. Think about that, what she's up against. So the age, but there's not much better in sports. It's been said by many, but it, it, sports at its best when you get the legend on the last legs trying to make that final push before their, the door closes. And but that crowd... That emotion? You got Tiger Woods in the building with the fist pump. Come yeah, on. when Tiger is the guy they're showing over and over and over again, sitting with Venus, by the way, in that box, and he's up leading the cheers, you know, obviously it's uh, very special what's happening. It's, um, yeah, the Pulos thing, right? Isn't that why we love what's yeah, going on right, right now with Albert Pulos? Yeah, and you mentioned the odds, too, going into the match, taking on the two seed. And I asked Nigel off the air about our chances when we previewed the U.S. Open. He goes, I had no chance. But then he even tweeted yesterday, go, we're getting out of control here. Plus 225 yeah. in the two to one range that you have to take. A, and that first set was awesome. I, I, I'm watching. I don't know if she's going to be able to break her. But uh, then you had, I think it was the third game, it's eight, nine deuces. Oh, yeah. Back and forth. That was fantastic. She survives the first set and then uh, wins in three sets. Dynamite performance. You know, when she finally broke her opponent, Contavet, uh, number two overall in the world. Did you see what happened when they went to a quick commercial break? She went up 5-4, and Serena did the Tiger. She's like, oh, she went yeah. like that. And I thought, uh-oh, maybe a little bit too much adrenaline here. And her serve was horrendous uh, to go up and win that um, to win that set. And she gave it right back, and it was 5-5, five, five, and then they had to go, uh, and she had to eventually win it from there. And then the second set, I think that she just gave it away to conserve her energy for the third set overall, uh -huh. where she then took over yet again. Yeah. But it was, I, So I'm looking, it's like, an hour before the match starts last night, and I see plus 220 in that neighborhood. I'm like, that is, that's bonkers to me. And then I saw Nigel's tweet. I'm like, that's enough for me to get involved and grab her at plus 220. I gave a little yeah. bit back, betting uh, her opponent again midway through when uh, she was a big dog. But that's okay by me. And so now Serena in her next match, she's a buck 60. A buck 60. A favorite. And now this tweet from Tim Reynolds is absolutely astonishing. Oh, God. When she won her first U.S. Open match, Greg Popovich was 106th all-time on the wins list. This, think about this. Tom Brady had not thrown his first touchdown at Michigan yet. Are you kidding me? LeBron had not made his uh, high school debut. Tim Duncan was the reigning NBA Rookie of the Year. Yep, that didn't hit me till that tweet. When, when, when she made her debut in uh, 1995, I was graduating... High school. Yep. I mean, think about that. Um, and that's that's lunacy. The other thing is, could fatigue be a factor? Is she playing today? So she's, she's playing doubles with Venus tonight. And oh, I, God. I thought when I heard that uh, again on the broadcast, I'm thinking, oh, wait a second, that's going to be way too. And they they were just like, no, she wants more reps. All right. And that's going to be the makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But is fatigue a factor? And the other thing is, sometimes the stage is going to be too big for the opponent. And the opponent could wet themselves. I mean, this in that environment, New Yorkers, crazy sports fans, passionate, they're into it. I believe they set an attendance record last night. But there's 24,000 there and 23,950 are rooting for her. Mm -hmm. So you also get someone who could be in their mid-20s and you have to encounter that knowing you're the villain and you have to play that role. And, oh, my God, what if you win? Everyone's going to hate you. Sure. And then it's just everyone's rooting for her and it's a madhouse. Yeah, and that's what happened. The other thing, rising to the occasion, too. 21 major wins over top two seeds. No one has more than 15 all time. Think about that. And what was the stat you have? Uh, 20, 23 of her last 25 matches, period, against top two she's won. Yeah, going back to 2007. Yeah. Come on. Yep. This is Serena on the court on a performance post-match.
Are you surprising yourself with your level? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Serena, you know, so. That's it. I'm just Serena. Right, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, I'm one of the best of all time. Come yeah. on, what kind of questions? Uh, amazing story. <laughs> it, it, it really is. Yeah. And again, so yeah. some of the numbers here. Well, you mentioned too quickly about... Uh, you get this, like the pools. Well, how about the Jimmy Connors? Oh no, that's you, another. That, that's another one too. It's like you want to see this. Well, how long can this go on? How is that crowd? Oh god, that's one of the best crowds yes. ever. And so, if something like that were to happen on a Friday night or over the weekend, if she continues to advance, uh, it's, yeah. that's what it's going to be. It's going to yeah. turn into a college crowd. Yeah, the players, the athlete feeds off the crowd. The crowd feeds off the athlete. Mm-hmm. Connors would always go nuts and, and rambunctious and doing this stuff and going oh, crazy he, he, and getting into it. Right? He had that. In, he had twenty thousand oh, yes, that night eating out of his hand. Yes, he did. Yep. So six shop around, but six to one to reach the final at this point, plus two fifty, like I mentioned, to win her quarter. And uh, I did see a twenty to one still lingering out there to win the entire thing. Okay. I. How about a Coco Golf? Uh, Serena final. Can great. that happen? That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yep. Or even uh, even a semi. And, and this this was an excellent soundbite from Serena. She said it post match, but this is in the press conference, saying that she has a chance to play loose. I feel like I have had a big red X on my back since I won the U.S. Open in '99, and it's been there my entire career. Um, because I won my first Grand Slam early in my career. so, um, But here it's different. I feel like I've already won, you know, figuratively and mentally. I like that. Interesting. And had that target on her back now for more than two decades, and she can finally, like, breathe a little bit and go out there and play loose and enjoy the moment. Total bonus action right now for her. Yeah, you're at that point where if you don't win, it's a disappointment. You're, you're, you're the favorite to win every Grand Slam you're in. Uh, and you're, you're everyone's Super Bowl. Yep. And someone can make a name off beating you. It is. I, I know you brought up the uh, the comparisons to a March Madness when you have you know a 15 seed win a couple of games and it completely opens everything up. It's difficult to compare like individual sports, but with Tiger in the audience last night, that, wouldn't this be Tiger winning the Masters a couple of years ago? If she could actually pull this off, get a, get a run together, make the final, and win the whole thing, like how improbable that was. She was 50 to one to begin. Tiger, I think, was in that range uh, when he won it in 2019. He beat an unbelievable field. Yep. Um, but it, just, it feels a little bit like that to me. Pujols, obviously, playing a team sport. Great story going on right now. But if she could go out there on her own and win this whole thing. And again, I, I'll reiterate, reiterate what they were saying last night. And I'm no tennis expert. But the broadcast last night suggesting when it was all over with that she could have defeated anybody in the world last night the way she played. And yep. may, maybe they're getting a little bit too excited. I don't know. Maybe they're accurate with, accurate with that. And I don't know how good the uh, how deep the field is either. I mean, w- when I was growing up, they were deep fields. You you would have a Mary Pierce you'd have to worry about, and and maybe even before the quarters, Celis, Graf, Everett, Navratilova, Sabatini, something. Even Capriati had a cup of coffee, and she wasn't bad. I mean, to go through so many gals uh, w- once you had that 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 stretch and how deep it was. Uh, uh, did I say Celis? There was another one too, but uh, I don't know how what she has to encounter and, and land, possible landmines, but certainly. When you beat the two seed, uh, certainly everything opens up. Now it gets fun. I know where I'll be Friday night. Well, I Fantastic. Mean, uh, good, good thing Nigel's there, too. Oh, that's going to be – that was must-watch TV to me last night more than anything else. Yep. Same thing on Friday for sure uh, when she's going to be playing. Um, and, again, I saw her as a minus 160 favorite in that match. So think about, like, the Mets last night. That story was awesome. Timmy Trumpet was there. 
right, in for, the same area. For, for Diaz yeah. to we come out. We flew out of there, LaGuardia, yeah. when we went to Foxwoods. Drove it's right all in that same area. Yeah, drove right by it. And, I mean, the Mets are an amazing story. I'm sorry, like Serena was probably a little bit bigger last night. And that was a great scene uh, for the Mets at their stadium. With Diaz coming out, the crowd's behind him. But Serena, Serena, man. Uh, and on this, uh, you know, possible last... What do you think? If she wins this thing, is it better to call it quits? If she does the absolute improbable here... Go out on a high note. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Because uh, I think people are going to say, you can't retire now. Yeah. I would say, yeah, absolutely retire. Yeah, even if it's a semifinal run. You could say that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, can't I, do it anymore. No, that's you're it. A, Just, yeah, you've been doing it forever. I mean, game a pro in 95, doing this forever, a mother, and uh, the, the six six matches all year. I can't believe yeah. You think there'd be the rust factor, right? What, what Chris was talking about. Yep. Maybe the gods will just, you know, help you out this one time around and you make this magical run. Everybody appreciates it and then say, yeah, that's good enough for me. That would be uh, either way. You're right. Semifinals, finals, win, lose at that point. I'd like to see this continue, though, for another week. That would be excellent. Yes. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll get into some of the college football games that we have on tap for tonight, uh, some of the line moves that we have, some of the bets that we've made so far, and uh, what's available as of this morning. We'll recap the other betting action from last night and win some, lose some. Coming up here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Welcome aboard Bacardi. Win Some, Lose Some presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rums blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. All right, here we go. Serena, 2-1. to one. Uh, 60 cent move on the uh, favorite as well on her opponent, Contevet. And uh, people had to jump in and say, I get the goat here. And they had plus, to take some of that. At plus two, yeah. at high at 225, have to bite. Soccer yesterday, West Ham, Tottenham draw, plus 270. MLB favorites went 10 and 5. Couple dogs that were barking, the Angels plus 175. Otani goes deep. Don't look now. The Rays are only six back. Oh, yeah. The Yankees went three and four on that Oakland Anaheim road trip. Come on. No bueno. Oh, so we were talking juicy. about the Blue Jays the whole time. Yeah. Can they win the division? I know. We briefly mentioned the Rays, but. And that series starts Friday. Mm. Two of the next three series, those teams collide. Now you have McClanahan on the DL, but that's it. It doesn't matter. Yankees offense, putrid, and anyone can beat them. Orioles plus 155. Had that wrong. McKenzie was, was solid, but uh, uh-huh. big win for the Orioles. Shut out the Guardians and Unders went ten and five last night in MLB as well. Subscribe, be one push. Subscribe, be part of the team. Vison.com, our radio and podcast friends. This is great. The owner goes into the store, and uh, someone is laying on the horn here. Okay, really stick. Uh, come on, let's go. You think? Okay, what, what's the kid doing? Look who it is. It's the dog in the front seat. Enough already. Let's go. And I love at the end where the owner is already out of the store coming in. And right, right at the end, the, one more time, the dog lays on the horn. But let's go. You told me it'd be 30 seconds. She looks and it's like, who's laying on the horn for that? Like, oh, it's the dog. He's had enough. They, they put a disclaimer on it to, so people wouldn't freak out. Air conditioning was on in the car. And it was oh, running. sure. Yeah, okay. right. Okay. Yeah, you got to do that, too. There was an incident out here. Guy was arrested. Uh, absolutely. With a husky. Very good. Uh, house porn. Very good follow on Twitter. I, oh my! Again, right out of a movie. Look at this, like built into the mountain, how the or into the hill. Look at this concoction. 
Oh, a little dark to see, but that is that's that's like into it. Forget on the hill. It's like uh, on oh. the on the cliff. How that thing is built. It's got a helipad on top. Yeah, that's the best part. Way okay. up top. Look at that. Just land there, Tony Stark. Could you live there? On a cliff. I, I couldn't do it. Side of a cliff. Nah, no way. I'd too, be too, too freaked risky? out. Something. I don't know where it is, but something happens. Something goes wrong. All right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, nah, I would do it. Can't do it. Get some it, tremors from. 40 you, miles away in yeah, an earthquake? Right. No, thanks. You a big hibachi guy? I like that. The uh, teppanyaki, they cook right in front of you. Benihana? Uh, uh, how can you not be? Yeah, I love it, right? They th- look at this guy. Magic, just a magic trick. Comes in, here's the egg. Spin it. Here we go. It's only one, no problem. Make it dance. Get the little bowl. Cover it up. People said they've watched this over and over and over again, and they still can't. How did this happen? Okay, and then they come, and then what happens? Then there's five eggs. He just uh. covers it up. Taps on it, and then takes the lid off. And he's a magician. I don't. How did he pull this does off? Does he? Does he somehow have? Ah, is that what it is? Does he grab the apart? bowl? No, like hold that. on, hold on. Watch. Okay. okay. In the when bowl? he when he grabs the bowl, right? There's four in there. There's four in there, and he cups it like this with his hand, and he's so quick with it, like the deception right there. You don't see the eggs in the bowl, and it's underneath. And he slides. Is is he that good? Because look, it's it's sitting right oh, side up when he grabs it. I don't know. It's got to be There's space there, though. You're it's got to right, be. But that's, yeah, yeah. You probably got it. Sure. Yeah, Great he's no, job. He's no David Blank. <laughs> Very good. Uh, lose some. Frank B. Professional sports better. One of the sharpest guys you're ever going to meet. He sent an email. FTM at Vison.com. Uh, if you if you took 30 seconds to look at each of the 380,000 objects on display in the Louvre in one visit, it would take four months, 11 days, and 23 hours to see them all. I went for the basics, he said, and I was waiting for my girl outside where everyone takes pictures, and uh, someone decided to unveil their work of art. Take off the shoes, barefoot. Look at this. Is beauty really in the eye of the beholder? Frank, Frank, what? In his email, Frank's the best, hanging out with the raccoons, man of the people. I mean, this is feeding the raccoons. He's something. That As is always, awesome. that's Very one good. gnarly foot that we're looking at right Yes, now. it is. Yep. And uh, I think this has made the show before. This is me. I mean, I could, again, get the cot, I'd fall asleep. But this is some bad sleep. The Husky falls asleep with his neck on the stairs. He is out cold. Look at that sleeping arrangement, poor fella. But he's out. I mean, look at that. Little puppy. Oh, yeah. How is he not sore for the next two weeks? I know. He's laying how do you? How is that possible? With his neck up on the stairs, and he's out cold, the little guy. Good for him. Couple bad beats. I was watching this. My God. Liverpool, Newcastle draw was plus 530. 1 1, 98th minute. Oh, sure. Eight minutes of extra time. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, just yeah. make it up. Uh, Liverpool scores to pull it out. And the Braves on the run line, minus 140. 3 0, two outs, nobody on top of the ninth. I, Man reaches I, and then a home run. Tracking the game final. the entire time. Yep. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. Okay, so we have plenty of college football on today's program. The big news yesterday is that uh, the people in charge of this sport uh, talking now about a potential 12-team playoff in 2026, Paul, but this could uh, actually accelerate and be done by 2024 was all the chatter. I would say put that foot on the gas pedal and let's make that happen. Four teams has always been... Nonsensical because twelve too much. You have five. You have five power five. It's a power five. Yeah, but that's it's going to go away. Well, they wanted sixteen. Would I just heard this though? We were we were 
we were just hitting this spot like last year, and they and they punted on the thing. Well, I mean, this is new though. This is yeah, brand I know, new. But I'm saying I don't have any faith or confidence. Well, in I, have, I have no faith that, in college football anyway. Yeah, but. and I, I don't know what the sport's going to look like too. And now, now you might have Oklahoma in uh, in, in, in Texas leave earlier than expected. That could happen, right? And then Washington and Oregon now picking up talks again with the Big Ten, which uh-huh. could happen if it's unanimous, right? If the vote here is unanimous on Friday, then it could be as as early as 2024. If there's one person who kind of like uh, nixes this whole idea, you, you need to put their name, phone number, and address on TV. I'm joking, but that that you you can't be a single person and, and rule against it. Either it's going to have yeah. to be like three or four people who just agree to, they're not going to be able to do it, or you got to be unanimous. You have to be. Could you imagine being the one person who says, nah, not on my watch, can't, can't make this happen yet. You're going to be the most hated person in the world. If the current setup remains, eight's the perfect number. You take the five conference champs, two at-large bits, and then the, the team from the small con- Well, that's the best that's, group of non-group power five. You know what I'm saying? But that's long gone, though. I mean, the Pac-12 is gonna, yeah. going to be nothing in well, probably mere moments, right? If, if all those teams leave, yeah. The, the Big 12, same thing. Yeah. So I think 16 might be getting a little bit too much. Yeah, it's too much. 12, you could make it happen because you could give four teams a bye and then have the remaining eight teams play each other. By the way, this is... You combine this with if we could eventually get some parity in this sport, and I don't know how many years we're away from that, but if like if truly like USC, Miami, and Texas could get back to where they once were, and then you know Saban's not getting any younger, if they would fall off maybe a little bit, um, and you have just teen, you, I want bedlam, I want parity because I think that creates better betting opportunities. I like betting underdogs, and I like betting underdogs to win outright on the money line. And let's do it the right way. Quarterfinal games. On campuses. Oh, no question. Let's get this right. We'd stop with the neutral site garbage. Yes. It's college football. You know, I can't stand the new. We, we ripped Saban in Alabama yesterday with this. Can you believe he only has two non-conference road wins in 15 years at Alabama? I mean, this is this neutral site stuff. I mean, that that's that would be great for the sport. It's also quarterfinals on campus sites. Imagine what that would be like. Right. You're also it's a playoff at, game. At, at that point, you're telling your fans, like, the, let's say it is Alabama and you're the one seed, right? And you're projected to make the final yet again in the title game. If you play in a neutral every single time, you're telling your fans you need to travel probably three times. Yeah. Right. We, we yeah. need you yeah. to, you know, to go to a neutral site game. And based on the draw, that game might be in San Francisco, could be out here in Las Vegas. It might be the Rose Bowl. Who knows? Somewhere out here on the West Coast. Then they win that game. A semifinal game is going to be somewhere else. Travel to that. And then to back it up by playing at an international title. It's a lot. Yep. It's a lot. And then they're going to have to, like, there's some people are worried. Ooh, but now we got to push the title game back another week. Who cares? All these guys You're are. You kidding me? It, it, the, the, what what F, FCS does? Yes. Divi- Division three. I mean, they're doing this. They're, they're busing. They're been busing bu- all these games, and I think I think finals are going They've on. They've been busing for years. Yes. And by the way, it's a big playoff Bigger format fields. as well. Someone does 24. Or that, was I think it? that's what it is. Yeah, someone was, was doing anyway. Someone, I don't know. Yeah, FCS said Division Two, Division Three. They're doing They're doing 24, 16, whatever, yeah. regular basis. Yeah, so I think if we get there, like, and, and somehow these teams can get a little bit better, and maybe the teams at the top come back to the back. Like, I want the chance of an eight seed to beat a one. I want that. Who doesn't? Right, the NBA was boring for 35 years because before the season started, you knew who was going to win the title. There's like two or three teams. That's college football for a decade. I'm now. repeating myself. I'll never understand it. It makes no sense. You don't want it in college football, but you come out here and you can't wait for a team you hardly know anything about, and a 15 can beat a two, and you love it, and you go crazy and take yep. your shirts off and get drunk. Yep. 
but you don't want to see it in college football. And it creates some of the best memories I you're ever going to have. Yeah. But no, not, not in this sport. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Uh, up next, we will discuss some of the college games that we have on tap. Um, has this full touchdown move created some value on the underdog? We'll talk about that coming up. A uh, bunch of good games tonight here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, it starts for real tonight. College football. Kick it off at Bet Rivers. Join Bet Rivers every Saturday of the college football season for a 20% parlay profit boost of at least three legs. New promotions, props every day. Bet Rivers, your go to book. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. It's a whole new game. Yeah, I think we have a bunch of good games to watch, pay attention to, get involved with betting-wise tonight. The Backyard Brawl is back. Uh, they haven't played in 11 years, West Virginia and Pittsburgh. Totally yes. agree. Yep, separated by, what, 70 miles? This is great. Yep. You see what Slovis said at the pep rally? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Bleep them. He did. Bleep. This is great. It really So this is like Indiana, Kentucky, and college hoops. Yeah. Just play the games already. So believe it or not, 15 years ago, when West Virginia lost to Pittsburgh 13-9, to had they won that game, that was the Pat White team, if they won that game, they were going to play for the national title that year. They were going to be in against LSU. They were very good. They were like four touchdown favorites in the game, and Pittsburgh was no good that year. Right. And they got them. Yeah. And I, there was a great story on SI.com yesterday. Pat McAfee was on that team. He was the kicker. He missed some chip shots. He and his roommate, guy on the, on the team, they would host barbecues and invite anybody over, fans, media, whatever, when after they lost that game, they were sitting in the house and they could just hear bottles getting broken. People were throwing them at their house like for who knows how long. And they just said, I got to get out of here. And they left for like two days. I had no idea where they were going. And so there is... There Moralizing is, loss. Still to this day, like the fan bases don't like each other. It's, yeah. it's bitter. Uh, it could get bloody tonight. Who knows? Yep. But... Big movement on the under. They're betting the under. Uh, with the total here, opened 56 in some spots, and now you see it 51 in this game. Uh, new quarterback, well, U- USC transfers with both quarterbacks, both teams with new quarterbacks. Uh, 11 win season, Pitt last year, first time since 81. Narducci did say we want to establish the run, and I want a thousand yard back this year. Uh, they're also taking money as uh, the fa- who knows where this goes to. By the way, I mean, if you like the dog, wait. You made that point before the show. Uh, but you also have Graham Harrell, the new OC, coming in at West Virginia, and Daniels, the new quarterback, who I thought was good at USC, just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. So b- both teams changed OCs. Both teams now new quarterbacks. Yeah. Pitt's losses, to me, significant on offense with Pickett, Addison, the receiver who transferred to USC, and Whipple going to Nebraska as the OC. And you're right. Pitt's new OC comes from Boston College, where they ran the ball the sixth most in two- 2021 on standard down. So... I think we're going to get a lot of that potentially tonight. Uh, West Virginia's strength might be on the D-line. Could be a good battle in the trenches. Pitt plays Tennessee next week, by the way. And West Virginia has Kansas. So I know that there was, this is a long-time rivalry, but they haven't uh, played in a good decade. But a big one on tap for the Panthers next, next week against Tennessee. I bet this under 54.5, I believe it was, or early in the summertime. 
So, but you're right. I think uh, maybe it has a chance to go up tonight with more people betting that seven and a half. Here's Neil Brown on uh, the new quarterback, JT Daniels. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns going into opener. I think probably on both sides of the ball. If for for JT, it's going to be his first game here. Now, the positive is this is I think his 17th or 18th start at the Power Five level, so this isn't um, something that's new for him. He's he's played in big games, uh, so I don't think the atmosphere is going to rattle him. He he's he's played in these types of games before. Uh, you know, as far as things he does well, he's really accurate with the football. Um, he's thrown the ball downfield at a, at a high completion percentage during camp. Um, he does a really good job on from a, a run pass. Any any type of decision he has to make as far as that, he's been really good. You like mm-hmm. him, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah, some people are down on him. I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said there. He's played in the big games, the tough environments. Sure, mm-hmm. it's just got you know hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, but a good game to start. Good yep. game tonight. Here to pay off the tease now. Uh, the, the game that has moved a full touchdown. Ball State plays at Tennessee. Tennessee opened up 28, now 35 and a half pretty much across the board. Mm. Total is down to 66 and a half. Might be a 67 still out there as well. The Volunteers have 16 uh, starters back. They were, like, excellent on offense last year. I know a lot of people have said they have a chance to be a top-five offense in the entire country this season. Hooker returns that quarterback. More than 60% of the produ- uh, production is back a wide receiver, plus... Transfer Brew McCoy is now in the mix. He's been added. Four starters back on the O-line. Nine players who were on the field for triple-digit snaps last year. Solid backs can be lethal again like on offense. And watch out for this team if the defense can actually improve this season. Right, and they were terrible. 30th in defense, scoring defense. You're right, they should be top five. Uh, They were top ten last year in offense. And Hooker was awesome. They also uh, won seven games and they lost a lot of close games. The Pitt game. The old Miss game with the would they throw at him mustard whatever happened uh, the Purdue in the bowl game so all these starters coming back so they're finally trending upward and there's some hope for the Tennessee program and I, I agree with a lot of guys here at Beeson this could be a top 15 team I think the polls out of whack and not respecting Tennessee uh, I can't get there with the Ball State I don't think I don't I don't care about the move I still don't want Ball State with the big number no neither do I uh, this there's a Mark Lawrence angle here about a team that gets drubbed in their bowl game betting on them in week one but uh, offense. They couldn't score last year. Went six and seven, routed, routed by thirty in their bowl game. Eighty uh, ninth in passing. I, I just don't. I, I do see Tennessee moving the ball and getting whatever they want. But there could be something here about okay, let's take it easy and get on to next week with our big showdown against Pitt. But uh, you want to talk? I mentioned it earlier about the opponent for Serena Williams. They could melt <laughs> this environment for a Mac school. Hundred thousand people. I mean, well, and those fans now, they've been waiting for this forever. Yeah, and there's expectations. Yeah, and right, right. Super fired up. Do you want to lay 24 in the first half with Tennessee? That's the number tonight. Couple really? A t- couple of 23 and a halves out there. Oh, Thir- 30, 35 for the game, 24 wow. for the first no. half. I, I, if you're looking at a MAC team, I think it's Central Michigan and McElwain. Nine and four last year, beat Washington State in the bowl game. Won seven of their last eight. Remember what happened in 2016? They won in Stillwater. The, the officials blew the That's call. Right. I think That's that right. was Cooper Rush who did it with that Hail Mary. But how fu- funny how things have changed with Oklahoma State, where last year it was all should have been in the playoff. Well, almost got in the playoff. The Baylor loss, playing defense, lower scoring games, and uh, their win total eight and a half. Adam Kramer, our, our from Veasan, picked them as a dark horse to make the playoff, but. Uh, Sanders at quarterback, 
tough schedule coming up with Baylor and, and trips, a trip to Oklahoma. But I think the dog is live here because I think they'll be able to score. And uh, and this is a pretty good program with Central Michigan. Yeah, and Oklahoma State officially seven starters back on offense, including the quarterback, like you mentioned. Defense was one of the best in the entire country last year. It was loaded, but uh, their top four tacklers are gone on defense. And some other key players are gone as well. The secondary lost a lot of talent. They lost their D.C. Um, four mm-hmm. old linemen back, which sounds good, but it was shaky at best last season. So I think it's good. I mean, Gundy's going to have to do a whale of a job this year to get this team back in contention like they were a season ago. I'm talking about for a possible playoff run. But uh, that's a big number again. You're right. With uh, Okie State now laying you know, still more than three touchdowns, 21 and a half. It, the opener was 19. Totals come down a little bit, though. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then Penn State and Purdue tonight. Your favorite guy in the, in the country. Oh, yes. Goes. 11 and 11 in their last 22 games. Let's give them a re- asinine extension and pay them a ton of money. Uh, I don't get it. They, uh, you, Clifford is 24 years old, by the way. So he's, look, he's been there forever at Penn State. Seven and six. Uh, they got off to a hot start last year. Lost four of their lost four or five after the hot start. Then with that nine overtime game against Illinois, they had injuries. But this is this is great here, All right? This is a, a Chris Felica special. Brom at home catching points. 19 and eight ATS with 12 outright wins. And then it is a dog. And then at home, 12 times, he's been the last 12, he's cover, he's won outright eight of them. And then remember what happened last year, they beat Sparty at home. So a good quarterback. They won nine games. They're picked fourth in the West. Tells you maybe how good the West is. People are high in Minnesota, though, too, mm. and Iowa. But uh, it's, it's a tough game. But certainly, I just uh, I, I don't understand. The, the, there were plenty of Penn State fans reaching out about, I don't care if this guy leaves. He, he can go as far as I'm concerned. Right, right. I can't believe what Penn State's doing here with Franklin. I, I will say that hook looks pretty attractive right now. The three and a half. Three. It's been eh. a great home dog. But three and a half, you're yeah. exactly right. Don't forget, Penn St- for what it's worth, Penn State last year, they were top five at one point after they beat Wisconsin, Ball State, Auburn, Villanova, and Indiana. Then Clifford got hurt against Iowa. And that was pretty much it. They blew a big lead in that game after he got hurt. And um, that was pretty much their season like I talked about. Dotson, they lost him at wide receiver. Other good guys return at that same position. Um, Purdue's O-line, three starters back and a transfer who's also pretty good. They lost this uh, rookie to the Chiefs, Karloftis, who was like killing it. Yes, and, uh, have to replace him. Right. Training camp and preseason, right. but the D-line's still going to be yeah. pretty good. Total open 57, now currently 53. Yeah, I'm not surprised it moved. Under money, yes. Yep. Uh, I have not made a bet here, but I might I might have to pull the trigger on three and a half before the show's over with to grab that again. Big difference there. You grab that full three and a half then? I kind of like that. What do you, wait, 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 bets for you tonight? Nothing. Nothing at this point? No. Significant movement in a lot of these games. Yeah. And uh, I think Powers laid five with Pittsburgh a long time ago in a galaxy far away. He did, and he grabbed Purdue plus four. Yep. So we'll ask him about that when he joins the show in 20 minutes. Uh, Grabbing numbers that are around key numbers, likely. Because he made Penn State two against Purdue. So three and a half? Four? All right. Uh, Up next, updated numbers in Major League Baseball and today's card. Your pro tip this hour features live betting opportunities. We might have a good one on our hands coming up tonight.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. 
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. They've launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. It's pretty impressive from Otani last night to take Cole deep, three-run shot, Angels win 3-2. Cole had dominated the Angels, and he was doing very well up until that moment. But like his last eight or nine starts against the Angels, he absolutely owned them. And uh, this Yankees team, I mean, they continue to reel in three and four on that West Coast trip against the Angels and the A's. Yep. Six up on the Rays right now. They've won three straight. Eight up on the Blue Jays. I can't figure out the Blue Jays. So <laughs> No kidding. Nobody can. What's that? Got um, beat again. I know. Are you? So where are you at right now? I know you bet the Rays to miss the playoffs at plus 425. Yep. Now, uh, fun begins tomorrow. Their schedule is brutal the rest of the way, and they don't know who they're throwing. McClanahan on the DL. I think uh, Kluber goes uh, Saturday, uh-huh. so right. uh, but it's Herman for the Yankees. He's been okay, but that's again probably an opener job out of Tampa, and and Yankees offense struggling. It's getting interesting, especially if they take two out of three. Christ, what if they sweep them, and then they have uh, a Boston, and then they play the Yankees again? So the door is open. You can get a ridiculous price on them too, because it was all the talk about the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays had the better price. Now it's the Rays that are six back. I'm sure you can do fifty to one out there. On them to win the division. Uh, I, so you're talking like the the Rays against the Yankees. Rays against the Yankees yeah. tomorrow. Why, why would they be scared of the Yankees right now? No, I know. Absolutely. Right. And then they, they should have swept them the last series. Of course. That was that crazy uh, Donaldson comeback yeah. walk-off job as well. Sure. Orioles two back of the third wildcard spot right now. Big win again last night. Yeah. Blue Jays a, lo- a loser against the Cubs. Tough loss by the Twins. They've been playing good ball. But that's, I, I, it's, I know they're not out of it, but that's going to be... Can you take advantage of this? Because Toronto also has a tough schedule. And then you get Toronto and, and, and um, the Jays, Toronto and the uh, Rays that play nine more times, too. So mm-hmm. not over. Baltimore got a chance. And uh, Minnesota still has a chance of sneaking into that third wild card. Seattle's safe now. I mean, now it's just fly, fly away. Like 1,600 to make the playoffs. Their schedule's so easy. Sure. So, sure. So the, there might be a live betting opportunity tonight uh, in this Orioles Guardians game. Bradish goes against Bieber. Of course, the Guardians, a uh, pretty decent-sized favorite in this game. Uh, Bradish was great his last time out against the Astros. Eight-inning scoreless ball, but the, the three starts before that. I wanted to dig a little bit deeper and find out why he was struggling so much. And it turns out that the third time through the order is really where teams got to him. In fact, in uh, the three games before his previous start, his ERA was 23.14 the third time through the order. The batting average against was 563. The slugging was 938. The FIP was 10.84. His fifth inning, uh, inning ERA is 6.75, but the sixth inning overall is just, again, a couple of games here, small sample size, but that third time through the order, that's you're going to figure around the sixth inning, the ERA in that inning is 36. Average allowed 571. The slugging is 1,000. The whip is 4. So maybe a lot. if he's like cruising along tonight or if it's a 1-1 game and he gets to that top of the order for the third time and it's around the sixth inning, file that one away. Bradish has been, again, not the last start. That's fine. 
But the three previous times he took the mound, not good. Not pretty. Good information. Although I think Bieber's too high, though. Too much respect. We're grading him on the last couple of years with what he's I don't, I don't disagree with that overall. Yeah, no, I don't. High. Right. But they're going against the number one ROI team in all of baseball. They yeah. continue to surprise people. How about Kershaw back? It's 3-3 now. Final meeting regular season between the Mets and Dodgers. Day game. Kershaw $1.40 on the road against Bassett. His first start in over a month. Career against the Mets. 10-0 with a 2-1-9 ERA. So here we go. They're number one in ERA. Wow. They're averaging almost five and a half runs a game. Good game last night. Would have been nice to see it. Uh, blacked out, of course. Uh, but uh, great performance by DeGrom. Good game. Anderson pitched well as well uh, for the Dodgers, and, the, and they get the win 2-1. Diaz closed it out, as you mentioned. So good race in that division. Does Bassett look a little little juicy tonight? Yeah, I, how long? That's the thing. How long is Kershaw going to go? I mean, he's having a really good Take year, easy, Bassett is. Right? Yeah, right? I know. Yes, he is. But that's how long does Kershaw go to, and what do you expect from him? I, I can't imagine he's going to go. Uh, the, the pitch count or the inning count is going to be, I mean, if they're correlated, five innings probably going to be tops tonight. He's not. I mean, I can't imagine yeah. him going more than like 80 pitches overall. I I, but that's the perils. I mean, you run it bet against the Dodgers, though, at 90, 90 and 39 with this ridiculous offense. Uh, the Mets took money I mean, yesterday. A, yeah. De, DeGrom was awesome. I, I mean, was surprised by that. Like he always, yeah, I was surprised he got that high as well. Because he never hit for him, and they didn't again. No, but Anderson was very good. Sure. That guy was 13 and 2. Yeah. I'll tell you, he is, you know, it's been a long time. Like Greg Maddox was always like the most efficient pitcher. Like they, they, they call it a Maddox, uh, a two hour game, right? Complete game, two hitter, bam, get out of there. Degrom, Degrom will have eight strikeouts with like sixty-eight pitches. He, I think last night it was seven. After not, he does it every single game. The way it seems like he's so efficient with his pitch count and how dominant he can be, it really is uh, something else to watch him play. And I, I hope. I mean, just as a fan of this sport, if we get Mets, Dodgers, NLCS, I mean, come mm-hmm. on where you could have a Scherzer and a DeGrom possibly go to maybe a third time for one of those guys. And I don't. it's a wild guess who the Dodgers are going to throw out there on a night-in, night-out basis. Mm-hmm. And who's going to be healthy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the Brewers are six back of St. Louis. Cardinals with a big one in extra innings. Uh, I can't, the Padres swept the oh. Giants. I did not see that coming. You see that? Because Great of, job. Because of how the extra innings work and the man on second base right, right. away. Yeah. When the Cardinals didn't score... In the top of the tenth, went thirteen innings, right? Yeah, yeah. The Reds turned into a three-dollar favorite to win it in the bottom half. Sure, I believe it. No, that's what you have to do. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's the right number yeah, to put on team, there, right? Yeah, sure. Right. Um, but Milwaukee now, this is inter. This could go a couple of ways. They haven't been playing good ball. They hit the road. They take on Arizona for four. Then they go to Coors for three. Then they play the Giants. So the fact that the Padres were able to extend this lead. Well, they beat Rodon and Webb, and the and the Brewers lost one of the games to the Pirates. Now they hit the road, which coincides with uh, six of the last six of the next nine for the Padres against the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and they go to L.A. starting Friday. As yesterday was getaway day, so this, this is very interesting how this could play out. And I, I Arizona's hot didn't work out last night. Winning streak came to an end, but I would not want. Oh, to- did, did you see that? The Phillies scored eighteen runs. No home runs last night. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Kooky. Not, not a single. I, I fully expected, like, Schwarber's going to go deep twice, Harp, whatever. Nope. By the way, do you want, do you want the plus 20 cents with Kelly? Yeah, Woodruff's been good. Yeah, he's been really good. You're better at home, I know, but 9-3 and three with a 3-3-1. Three, three, yeah. And is this the night that it gets really ugly for the Rockies in Atlanta? 
look at this now. Strider's opens four dollars. Mm-hmm. Cool, that bad. Well, four dollar favorite. I mean, they. Lo- I know it's a worse road team in the league, but they got me the other night. Freed couldn't even beat them, and then it's the Braves in a funk offensively. A lot like the Mets. Who knows? Maybe they're getting tired. Maybe some guys need some days off. I don't know. Remember what they're going through here, because the the Braves remember were twenty four and twenty seven. Their start. Now look at the record. But a four dollar favorite. My God. No. Two dollars on almost two dollars on the run line. Yeah. Right. That's that's too much for me. But the the angle here again. Chad Cool. He's only made a couple of starts in the last month, but his ERA is almost eleven. The FIP is on, oh, you know, eight, okay. eight and a half plus. Yeah. So maybe this is the night where the, if you want to lay the two and a half runs or the three and a half runs with the Braves, I don't encourage that, but uh, I could see like we're talking about a, you know, seven, one game tomorrow or something like that. So uh, actually this hour's pro tip of the hour is this. If you like betting on dogs, um, you're better, better off waiting a lot of times to bet that underdog because money will continue to come in on the favorite. The example tonight might be if you want West Virginia to wait on that team, I've seen plenty of sharp people that if the number goes back to seven, that they're going to lay it again. And maybe that sharp money drives it all the way up. If you want to wait, that might be a spot to do it tonight. But a lot of times, for example, if you want the dog, it doesn't always win, obviously. We said yesterday, how is that Dodger game going to go? If, if DeGrom keeps taking money, you might have to fire on the Dodgers. Didn't win, but if, you can wait a lot of times and get a better number. And so when it comes down to closing line value, that's the key to, you know, a big key to all this stuff. So that is uh, your pro tip of the hour. We do on every single hour right here on VEASAN across every single show. That means at least 20 every single day. And they're available on the website, VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. Must be 21 plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. College football, Brad Powers up next. He makes Penn State a two-point favorite against Purdue. What's his philosophy when the number is actually three and a half? Around a key number like that. Uh, Worth a bet when it's around a key number like three or maybe a seven. We'll ask him about that coming up here and Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? 
I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.